which is why we kind of, or which is why it's thought of as the renewal, the like um, rejuvenation, the whatever, the fresh start. Because, well, I guess in like in our calendar, but not the lunar calendar, the start of the year is in January, and we're setting those new goals. So if you think of it like that, spring is the beginning of the Chinese New Year. Welcome back to the Forever Young Podcast, a Chinese medicine podcast hosted by Chinese medicine graduates. We release episodes every week on a Thursday. If you're new here, feel free to subscribe or follow us to keep up to date with our uploads. I'm Brennan, and I'm joined by Charlene. Hello. Nick. Hey guys, how are we going? And Tim. Hey yo. All right, now my note. You're gonna hear a lot of the whole podcast because it is cold outside and it i don't know i don't know what happened now we're all of a sudden you know we'll get into it later but we're you know doing our little transition from winter to spring but i don't know winter's like having some like some uh, abandonment issues and it's like hey uh, no no i love you no i don't want to leave yet and the last week of winter is just cold so cold oh my god it's wet it's a um a polar wind up from the Antarctic. That's why it feels like the wind feels like ice because it's come from the south. Um, from what I read this morning, so yes, very cold. Oh, it's a cold. polar wind. <laughs> it's a oh, polar, yeah. wind. polar wind. <laughs> wow. Well, sounds... you said you didn't know why, and I was just enlightening you facts, as to why man. it's freezing. Well, that's that's Get some that's some science. That's some science. <laughs> Hit that shit with my side. <laughs> don't come onto this podcast if you don't know, mate. Yeah, if you if you're <laughs> ill-informed, you're not invited. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> we we're joined by Ken Jong over here. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and the Polo Wind. Bring that up, Ken Jong and the Polo Wind. So, so hey, Ken Jong's so cool. B was like, oh, oh, Timmy, you look like Ken Jong, and I was like, oh yes. <laughs> A 53-year-old man. I don't actually know how old he is, but he's definitely over, for, like, 40 years old. Like, oh. Two seconds ago, you called him 44. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Asian guy from The Hangover. If nobody he's the best. Him. I don't know I why you're so... Don't, don't, be, don't, be, don't be insulted. He's amazing. He's, like, one of my favourite actors. He's hilarious. He's pretty funny. He is great. I, he is, he's a very talented man. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a very talented man, but... Well, it, it just tripped me out because you, you're wearing like a like a button up right now, and I just didn't expect it. And <laughs> then also you got like, I know I know it's your bit PJ. Oh, is it PJ? Yes. I don't want to put you on. It's a it's I like d- the PJ set where they have the top and the bottom. And I can't. I kind of said so I said button up. I said button up because I didn't really want to put you on blast, but then you put yourself on blast. <laughs> so I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do here. <laughs> but I think it's also because your hair's pulled back and you've got like a beanie on and then your headphones over. And but before it was like a bowl. Yeah, before it was <laughs> down. And now, Charlene, you've just oh. added to the fire of me. Like, Ken Jong's amazing because of his talent. I don't have Ken Jong's talent. That's the problem. I just look like really? Ken Jong. <laughs> But like, it's because your camera's blurry and you're like side facing and you're also in the like corner of your camera rather than like, for me anyways, you're not in the center. 
Alright, this is Let's just blame the equipment. I can I can see why Winter has abandonment issues. I'm starting to feel <laughs> feel very definitely feeling that abandonment right now. <laughs> feeling coldness from us? Yeah, yeah coldness <laughs> inside and outside. <laughs> well that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's kinda sad, dude. That's somber as fuck. <laughs> but it's it's oh, a great time gosh. to talk about this week's um, podcast, which is preparing for spring right yeah spring's just around the corner i think by the time you're listening to this uh it'll just be it'll be it'll be spring or will it about to be spring yeah a couple of days away it will about to be spring it'll be about to be spring and spring funnily enough the last episode we recorded was liver and gold butter which is pertains to spring which fits which fits very perfectly i thought that was like yeah just slotted in well was that intentional no that's that's the no, nature just, of the world. Just tell that's me. it. Spring. <laughs> ah, Forever Young. The Forever Young podcast. Young. In harmony with one and all. If we start if we start talking a little bit peacefully, I might fall asleep. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah <laughs> You guys talking about harmony and things, I'm just like I'm sta- I'm trying to stay awake right now. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, so spring's around the corner. Um, there's a lot of things that pertain to spring um, in the Chinese medicine world. Like I've mentioned before, liver and gold butter, which we did cover in the last episode, if you want to check that out, of a part of our introductory series, which, by the way, I do want to bring up. It's actually kind of cool. Like, like in our introductory series, I love it so much. But I do kind of miss these little bits that we have before our episodes, like a little talking bits, because it's like time with like catch up and that and like kick back and all that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's I think it's really cool that that what you just said. <laughs> yeah, it was so good tuned in for that Tom. one. Oh, I know. Fantastic, tuned in. Now the, int- just the intro series, the intro series has been very good. I think for just the four of us, even you know, to come back to the basics and really think about all that stuff again. Um, you know, I've enjoyed just sort of revisiting. Some stuff that I haven't thought about, or making connections with, um, you know, with certain organs and stuff. <laughs> making connections with certain organs again, and then you know that the addition of Tom's Tom's talk about the souls as well has been has been quite good. Hmm. Do Do you feel like you've learnt more things going through the introduction series, like going over it again? Um, I think I've just sort of like reaffirmed my knowledge, um, and you know, because we've had to, I've, I, we've all had to do some research as well for those episodes, so it's, you know, it's sort of been good to go back and be like, what what is actually important clinically, and like what have we, what do we actually take from that, um, from that list of massive actions and indications that you get taught, you know, and that's in every textbook and stuff. And then, like, what actually applies to clinical standard, um, which I think is, you know, is a good good reflection. Yeah, I kind of uh, really like the bits where we go into, like, how we, how we learnt it. And then I'll, all of a sudden I'll put on a little bit of a nostalgia trip because um, I think we think about oh, when we learnt, you know, when we learnt liver and then we talked about how we learnt how stress affects the liver and we're all really confused at first and... Kind of like or throws how we me didn't back to learn like, something. 
Yeah. <laughs> Gold, <coughs> Gold of how we were meant to learn something and didn't learn anything. <coughs> the whole course. Good times. <coughs> <laughs> good times. Uh, good times. But yeah, I actually really like ref- kind of reflecting back on the, like, you know, our time in uni and being like, oh man, um, that's how we learnt it. That's how, you know, me and, Char- me and Charlene's um, study uh, time, uh, study sessions where we'd be just like kicking and dancing around the, the apartment. Oh, sorry, the dorm at the time. Just trying to remember all the herbs <laughs> and like little mnemonics that we used to have for each of the the organs and like ways we relate it. It was, it's a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> I don't remember any of them. So yeah, if- it was a good time. If you, if you are interested, I think it's good to go back and listen to those um, that introductory series, even if you're not an intro like, even if you're not just coming into TCM, um, I think it would be good to go back and just listen to them and sort of remember what you know and see what we talk about. It might trigger something else. Um, so even if you are you know p- past your school days, um, I think it's. It's quite. It could be quite beneficial to go back and listen to that, listen to those episodes and series again. Uh, we do have a couple more episodes to go. We're going to talk about the Sanjiao and pericardium in the no- uh, next episode, and then we're going to go through a bit of the clinical diagnostic type stuff. Um, so that's that's what you got to look forward to. Yeah, we're we're revising our stuff too during the during the episode. So it'd be really cool if you're only like revising and stuff to also revise with us. Because, like I said, we're just going over it and we're, it, you can see the processes of us kind of reabsorbing all those uh, and reaffirming all the, all the knowledge that we have. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually makes up for a pretty fun time. Yeah. Actual. Right. I mean, I hope, I hope any time with us is a fun time. <laughs> I hope so, too. I hope so, too. <laughs> Let's talk about spring. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about all spring. Right. What do you want to talk Sorry. about, Tom? Yeah, t- Tim, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> See, like, B was going to take the wheel, and you straight up threw me under the bus. You, like, opened the door <laughs> and threw me out. No, nah, I took the wheel of the bus that is currently running you over. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks, thanks. Got um, you. All right. Do you want to talk about the spring first, or shall I? Yeah, we're talking about spring. No, no, you talk about spring. It's all good. Um, so, I think coming from winter to spring, like, winter is that sort of very like the yin within yin sort of season where it's the most yin so the most sort of everything sort of goes in to rest and spring is sort of when you have the young within the yin where stuff tends to come out and play like you start opening the door the sun sort of starts shining and you start getting like introduced to a lot more sort of young conditions do you guys do you guys feel me? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what do you what comes to mind? Sorry, sorry, Nick to cut you off, man. What comes no, to mind I when you hear spring first? Oh, right, cool. <laughs> what comes to mind when you hear spring? Anyone. It's, Not all at the same time. It's like regrowth and regeneration. Like when you think of spring, or for me personally, I think of like flowers blooming and the like trees are growing and the animals are coming out of hibernation. So there's this kind of as Tom was saying, like a growing abundance of energy. And then the warmer weather kind of makes you want to go outside and do more. So you become like slowly more active and you're doing less of that like hibernating activities. 
which is yin. Yeah. Does that make sense? Following yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. No, um, I'm on the same track. Yeah, Chong was saying. So spring is also associated with the element of wood, which makes sense with all of nature kind of coming back out and like stirring. Um, and it's also associated with the element of wind. So you see a lot more of those kind of um, conditions related to wind as well. So it's important that when we transition, we take that into account um, and kind of prepare ourselves and like for those type of conditions. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Another one, another prevalent thing. Oh, Timmy, unless you wanted to say something, you want to add to that whole what 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 do you what do you think of when you, you hear spring? Is it probably the same similar train of thought? Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much the same. I was I was gonna start going through like some characteristics as well as spring, but yeah, hit it. Can go first. No. No, yeah. hit it, hit it. Do the thing. Do the characteristic thing. So, so some characteristics of spring, like we've covered, is the sort of, it's very windy, um, a lot of external pathogens sort of going around. So rebirth and what Charlene was saying about how like birds are chirping, everything is sort of coming out from that yin, from that resting stage. You get your first spurts of young and energy. It's associated with the wood element and the organ liver as well hmm. you know I, I read something really interesting i read something in, really interesting just before where uh how, how do i put it so spring is that time and i think this is a quote from a little article or a little blog post that i'm reading um it's a time where you let go of the emotions that you don't need that no longer serve you so apparently those rooted in um, anger, resentment, frustration, lethargy. This is from thriveglobal.com. Um, and I was thinking, what does that, does that actually uh, intertwine with any of the knowledge that we already have? Um, especially when it comes to growth, when it comes to, you know, the blooming aspect. I guess the way I interpret that personally with the whole letting go of those emotions at the end of... Um, at the end of winter to spring is that during winter everyone gets very emotional you know that's where the kind of the yin comes in and you get a lot of like depressive type things because it's a little bit darker a little bit drearier and then we go into spring it's like that growth and then we're starting to recover from all those that emotional imbalance and we and like like the blog post says we let go of the emotions that don't serve us anymore do you, that's how I interpret it, but do you guys have a different take or anything to say about that? Yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. Um, and oh, I agree that spring is sort of that that time for sort of letting go. And, you know, when we think about spring, we also think about like spring cleaning and sort of that, you know, what would a big theme of this podcast, obviously, is that rebirth and rejuvenation. Um, you know, flowers start to bloom again, that type of stuff. Um, so it's that, it's that kickstart, you know, you've sort of, yeah, you're really good in summer, sort of lagged in autumn as motivation dropped, winter hits you like a sack of potatoes, nobody can be bothered, and then spring comes around the corner, sun comes out again, you know, like Charlie was saying, the birds are chirping, flowers are out, you're starting to feel good again, because the weather's getting better, you know, the atmosphere is is changing and you go through that 
that whole rejuvenation phase again. Um, and, you know, you start to set goals, you start to try and be more motivated, um, you, you start to sort of let go of those, that depressive state that winter had on you because it is so cold and dreary. So, It is also kind of like a new beginning because I guess in China, um, spring is the beginning of the year. So it's kind of like a new beginning, a fresh start, which is why we kind of, or which is why it's thought of as the renewal, the like um, rejuvenation, the whatever, the fresh start, because, well, I guess in like, in our calendar and not the lunar calendar, the start of the year is in January and we're setting those new goals. So if you think of it like that, spring is the beginning of the Chinese new year, the lunar calendar. And so it kind of makes sense that that's when their new beginnings is. And that's when all of those, um, new starts and yeah, all those things are happening. Yeah. Like shedding away all those emotions that aren't needed. So to get ready for a new start, like how both you and B were saying, I think ties into it very nicely. I'm really, really interested to see how, sorry. Um, I'm really interested to see how, uh, this spring will play out because usually it's around this time where everyone's going out, they're having a great time. You know, the, the, the nights get a little bit warmer, people are out at night and that. Um, and it's, it's real, it's really like, cause obviously I don't, I don't know if everyone's fully aware. We're all, we're all aware, obviously we're all in lockdown. Uh, we're in stage four and we're cooped up at home. Um, and you know, spring's usually my time where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go out. Like, it's a nice, it's a lot nicer. Um, I'm go, I can go bike riding more or go out to walk, see my friends more. Cause you know, you just filled with that energy and, um, the sun's out more. So you're more likely to go outside. Um, but being in lockdown, uh, kind of lockdowns kind of served us a little bit better in winter because we're all staying inside anyway, because it's deathly cold. But then in spring where our bodies tell us to go outside, but we visit, like we can't, we, le- or I guess not legally, but, um, we, for the safety of our own, like families and ourselves, we can't. So I'm really interested to see how this spring kind of pans out. Um, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost a little bit worried, but at the same time, I kind of have faith that everyone's kind of got it down pat. Yeah. yeah which I is interesting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to no. say. Uh, do you want to speak? Should I? No, no, you speak. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, like, it is really difficult not being able to go outside. But I think as long as you stay mindful that you that the weather is warming up and that you should be doing things with a little bit more um, activity or energy and just to keep like what spring is in mind. And then once we are allowed outside, I mean, don't go crazy with what you're doing considering that we are still um yeah in a state of emergency or disaster or whichever one it is um but as long as you kind of start to incorporate the principles that we see in spring i think you'll have a smooth transition yeah and you know the end of stage four is scheduled for i think three weeks or so you know sort of mid-september when spring sort of should be kicking in um, 
and that's you know that rebirthing stage coming out of the other side shedding off that skin starting again type of thing you know um hopefully melbourne and victoria sort of see the other side of this you know quite well um and hopefully we do all the right things on the other side but you know coming into that into the spring um ju- after this this really hard winter you know, in terms of case numbers and deaths and, you know, these type of things um, with the coronavirus, which is, you know, devastating. Hopefully we'll be able to come out of that and shed and, you know, be able to rejuvenate on the other side, which I think is an interesting time of year. It's very interesting. It's, I don't know about you guys, but it's also really dark outside right now. Um, (laughs) I just noticed that just now. Well, it's been raining. (laughs) Well, I'm like... Three streets away from you, so it's dark here as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, Timmy, that's in a, like a, apparently another country. Um, it's actually really I'm, bright over here. It's it's very nice and sunny actually from my side of town. Well, you know what? No one cares about your side, all right? Just <laughs> ask me about my side. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's it's actually really funny. A lot of the time, my mates from the west side. I like, hey, rain's coming your way. And I'm like, sweet. And about in 20 minutes, the rain actually does come. So then, so then it's actually really cool to kind of time it and be like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, it's sweet. All right, yeah, sweet. Better take in my washing <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> anyway. Good thing that's very important. <laughs> what was that? That was a good joke. It's like I a personal, good thing that story. personal like, weather report. <laughs> yeah, in my own personal weather report. Anyway, sorry, st- sorry to stray stray from uh, spring. I'm just very stuck in winter, right. apparently. Um, so, what is the some video is very laggy we... for us. But is it, it just a, is it just the video or is it the audio too? It's the audio too. All right, sweet, cool. Uh, if you guys can hear me, yeah, no, all right, sweet, it's cool. You do you. Uh, it's it's all good, Megatron. Um, let's let's move on to like the clinical aspects of what you should see in spring from Chinese medicine. I think that's an interesting sort of topic that I would like to cover. Yeah. Um, so, one I always think about spring. You know, it's it's the start of the hay fever season as well. Um, there's lots of pollen in the air, lots of wind, and that's sort of my first thoughts about spring. Um, that and in terms of like marketing and stuff, this is a, you know even for the podcast, it's a good time to market to the the hay fever season. Um, and you know, if you've got patients that that you know are prone to getting hay fever or sinusitis or any of these type of you know congestive type of disorders, you can start them on preventative herbs, sort of now or even you know a bit earlier um and you know that's just like sort of knowing your patients and and um yeah knowing your patients and knowing sort of what they need yeah no I've run out of thought (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) that's definitely true I guess it goes with the Chinese medicine kind of principle that preventing preventing 
disease is better than treating it. So if you can, you want to prevent the hay fever from getting too bad, which is what Nick was saying, like to go see someone during winter and to start on those herbs and acupuncture to prepare your body. And that way when spring does come out full force, the flowers are blooming, the pollen's all in the air, you're not as strongly affected. And when you're not as strongly affected, then the rest of your body, like your mental, um, your mental state and all that stuff um, is also going to do better. So, yeah, I think it's important to, if you're someone who's prone to allergies and hay fever, then to maybe think about seeing someone and how they can help. Um, and also there's certain foods and things that we'll talk about later that may be able to help support your liver and your body as well. A good yeah, one. Because that's um, the other side comes of... Up. Oh. 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 Okay, now I was going to say is that um, a lot of the time when I see a lot of hay fever patients, um, there tends to be a lot of... Uh, a lot of phlegm that goes on in like obviously the sinuses and everything like that and then um a lot of the time that can translate into a lot of kind of like a cloudy hazy kind of moments in the head um and you know it's, it can it can also affect people a lot mentally and linking back to what we were saying earlier it might be harder to let go of those emotions sometimes because it can get frustrating when your head's so cloudy all the time and you're congested um there is some acupuncture things for that um, there's also some um, food advice and herbs that you can also take which we'll also go into in a sec um, oh my internet's better yay <laughs> so you guys can hear me sweet awesome um, but yeah I tend to see that too uh, like accompanied with a lot of hay fever conditions yeah it makes you feel sort of really down because you're not exactly sick but you're feeling very congested and very sneezy and watery eyes and you feel very like unsociable because you don't want to be around people because you can't breathe and you can't see and you know constantly sneezing and so it 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 does play a part on the emotions as well. You don't want to go outside because as soon as you walk out your door, you're constantly sneezing. Um, you, know, you don't want to go for walks and stuff. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it does. It obviously does play a part on the emotional side of things as well. Yeah. Did we talk about why we tend to see more hay fever in spring? No, I don't think we did. No. Oh, I was just going to say it's um, a lot to do with the the element wind. No, what is it called? Like wind is prevalent in spring and hence it kind of picks up all of these allergens and things like that. And our nose and like upper respiratory tract is the part of our body that opens to the outside and tends to be the first thing that's affected by wind. So because wind is so prevalent in spring, um, that's why we tend to get these like hay fever and sinusitis and kind of like upper respiratory type of conditions. So, and yeah. Which is not to be confused with liver wind and, uh, you know, just sort of reflecting back on the last episode that we talked about, um, the the liver and the gallbladder, and we did talk about like liver wind and and muscle spasms and headaches and you know that type of um, that type of presentation. This is an external wind, so there are like an internal wind and an external wind, 
and yeah, with with all this upper respiratory issues and congestions, we're talking about that external wind invading the body. Yeah. That being also, said, though, oh, oh, I feel like I'm fighting everyone today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wind. The wind. It's the wind. Now, nah, additionally to what Charlene said, also, like, because um, the wind, uh, I. I other than a Chinese medicine point of view, a slightly towards more of a Western medicine point of view, um, because there's a lot of like um, a lot of growth, a lot of plant growth, and there's a lot more pollen in the air because um, you know plants want to reproduce. They're pollinating. Uh, they're trying to like release their pollen. I don't know if that's yeah, <laughs> guess, trying to do the rejuvenation stage as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so they're they're releasing their pollen. I don't know the. I'm not a plant expert, but I think that's the word I'm looking for. Um, into the air, trying to inseminate all the other um, plants and that. So then that gets carried away in the, in the wind, and unfortunately, that's an allergen for us. Um, and then, like we said, that we tend to accidentally breathe that in, causing a lot of allergic allergic reactions, which causes a lot of hay fever type stuff. And a lot of people go for antihistamines, and that's fine. I think, I think, uh, mechanically speaking, um, to re- to immediately reduce the actual symptoms of hay fever, to a degree, antihistamines is fine. Obviously, you don't want to overdose on an- antihistamines because, uh, like any drug, too much is too much. Um, so, but there are, and there are herbs that you can go for to kind of open. Um, open the offices and sorry you open the nose and clear the pathway your airways and that too too much is too much quote Brendan too much Lack. is too much <laughs> <laughs> thank you for attending my TED talk <laughs> that's See all I got it's my words of wisdom I think, <laughs> I think a lot of this can be um, to set yourself up normally for to prevent a lot of the sinusitis and hay fever sort of symptoms, you can prepare yourself in winter. Normally that resting stage is to help yourself grow and protect yourself for the coming year because both like emotionally and physically to help boost your sort of wei chi. So that being said, um, I wanted to touch on what Nick was saying before, how it was like the external sort of wind and it moves on to... because the characteristics of spring is the liver is the main organ and wind is also the main element in this sort of season as well people tend to get a lot of like internal wind or liver wind that gets stirred that's separate to the hay fever thing that we're talking about yes yes completely sort of separate and people with sort of um bee syndrome or like Joint, joint. Is that me? Sort of problems. <laughs> too much is too much. See, that's it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. You said B syndrome, and I was wiping my nose, and I'm like, me? Am I sick? <laughs> B syndrome has nothing to do with your nose. <laughs> I know, but I'm just like me. <laughs> I'm sick. No, it's not. <laughs> so that's sort Good of times. like joint pain and wandering pain through like arthritis or like any sort of like osteoporosis and all that sort of stuff where people tend to have a lot of joint problems or lots of pains and aching pains, this sort of stuff. Spring is normally that season where that sort of sin- symptoms and syndrome sort of start stirring up, causing a lot of drama and problems. 
That's rough. I feel like that's like rough because they just got out of like the crux of winter and like winter, it, everyone's tendons are like tightened up and you see a lot of people with weak knees because of kidneys and that. And they're like, oh, finally winter's over. And then all of a sudden their joints start hurting even more or like they have a different, more of a duller pain rather than more of a sharp pain. And it's like, I feel, I feel bad for a lot of those patients because it's, because then, you know, oh, winter's over. And then spring comes around and it stirs it up even more, like you said. And it's just like, you know, which <laughs> if, we're, we're, if we're talking about emotions, uh, this then stirs on the, the emotion of the liver, which is that frustration and anger. Um, they go from winter, which is kidney, which is like fear and sorrow and feeling like shit. And then they go into the spring and it's, and it's a different type of emotion. You know, they think, oh, yeah, like my pain's going to be finished. Um, and, you know, then they get that wandering joint type pain. And it's frustration. It's anger. It's why can I just not, you know, why can't I just be pain free? Why can't I just be, you know, sort of happy day to day? Um, and, you know, so then treating the liver and treating the other things associated with the pain um, is is a good part of, you know, treating spring conditions. Did did we want to go over like acu and herb? Yes, yeah, so I was I was gonna say that as well. Where it's probably a good time to move on to like, how do we treat? We've just talked about all these like terrible conditions and all these like, how it sucks to be in spring. How how can you how do we, tr- how do we treat that? Or how do we prepare yourself in spring for? Well, before we go autumn. into the treatment room, I just wanted to throw to Charlene to talk about um, the the at home aspect and the food aspect. Oh, okay. Um, before we just jump into the treatment room, so we'll do the at home stuff, the stuff that you can do True. that's cheap. Um. Um, well, as we were talking about arthritis and joint pain before. Um, it's normally associated with wind. So if you do have pain that moves around, you can try eating some celery, sage, oat porridge, fennel, or coconut. Um, Those are known to kind of help reduce that pain. But as B was saying, in moderation, so not too much (laughs) of anything. Too much is too much. (laughs) (laughs) Too Uh, much is too much. That's it. That's the rule. That's the rule, all right? (laughs) If if you do kind of become affected by those kind of wind conditions or you have like wind heat or things like that, um, peppermint tea is also really good and it's really simple. Most of us have peppermint tea at home. Um, and also if you are prone to like headaches from stress as well, if you're kind of going through that frustration stage, then peppermint tea or celery strangely enough, um, can help with that. Um, I don't know. What else do you guys want to know about? Yeah, no, that, that's a good start. Uh, I was just going to say um, on that, it's, it's about incorporating this stuff into your diet. Um, don't just go out and be drinking celery juice <laughs> every day. I, I do not recommend celery juice high enough. <laughs> 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 It is so bad for your spleen, which is, you know, yeah. the other aspect yeah. of of the problems with the liver. Um, and we obviously talked about that in our introductory series. You know, when the liver goes into havoc, it plays plays parts on other, other organs, of course. Um, so, yeah. Actually, these are just on that things to put into your diet. 
there was an interesting um, question from a patient the other day um, that we were talking about spring and how you should still kind of be trying to eat warm and cooked foods because your spleen is kind of still recovering from all the eating and all the storing and everything that it did in winter. And she said, oh, I would have thought salads would be really good because, you know, flowers are blooming, the weather is warming, so she would tend to eat more salads now because it's warmer. And I, and then I just mentioned that if you do have a weaker spleen, then the cold foods, the cold raw foods of salad is still going to make you feel sluggish and it's going to affect your digestion. So if you are someone who is prone to like bloating and like slow digestion, I would say continue to eat warm and cooked foods, even though the weather is warming up. So basically these principles are very generalized but if you have specific conditions and things that are affecting you you want to make sure that you adjust what kind of what we're talking about to kind of be helpful to you and to your own personal condition or situation yeah because yeah it does um you know because spring is like a transitional um type of season you know you're going from the very cold to the very warm, so you got to have that the balance. Um, you know, we're always we're always talking about balance in TCM, and you know, it's you you got to keep up that warmth that's trailing from the winter, um, because you're still going to get cold weather. Spring is such an up and down season. You know, um, it's it's very windy and wet, but in the same in the same sentence, it can be quite nice and sunny and you know, sort of twenty five degree days and stuff like that. So you got to you got to do sort of both and you know it's it's similar to autumn although autumns are very like more of a dry because it's coming out of the summer and into the winter um you know but it it's that transitional transitional season so it's a it's a bit of both which you know can be a bit hard to sort of cope with but in terms of um acupuncture and herbs what do you guys talk what are you guys thinking about with herbs are we doing more of the tonifying or more of the moving or hmm. really depends to. what yeah. <laughs> the person's coming in for, I guess. But I want to personally I wanna focus on keeping the liver kind of free flowing and supporting the spleen. Um and then whatever else they need. If they need specific allergy, hay fever herbs, then you put in some like tongue to or some some things to help with the wind cold. I mean, wind, wind, whatever, wind cold, wind heat, wind, etc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think a good um, tidbit that the canon from the Yellow Emperor said was to use sweet tasting herbs to soften the liver as well, because obviously that's the season of the liver. It's going to start like hardening. The stagnation is going to start setting in. So you want to like add to whatever formula you're having to have some sort of liver softening herbs that are normally like sweeter in taste. Yeah, and just sort of start looking out for these patterns in your patients or, you know, if you're not in clinic, um, you're sort of looking out for them in yourself or your friends or your family. Um obviously without being too nosy, but sort of trying to identify these these patterns and start to think about s- sort of how you're going to, how you would treat 
or some additional points that you would put in um, to some of your patients that may get all these issues. Um, you know, even if that is just, you know, a liver three um, to help soften, to help move the chi and uh, regulate the liver, or if that's something like a large intestine 20 um, to help open the nose and sort of drain some of that congestion. You know, just sort of accompanying them with what you're normally doing. Yeah, actually on that, I was just, I was just about to ask because I usually have, uh, I only usually see hay fever patients during spring, but it's like, okay, so I usually have the whole large intestine 20, taiyang, yintang, maybe even a do 23, the sinuses. Um, or a bladder 2. Bladder 2. Oh, true, true, true. Bladder 2, yeah, that's, an, that's a big one. Um, so do you guys, because all of my points on the face are usually uh, just for like the congestion and stuff. Uh, what points do you guys use that assist kind of with either, either hay fever or other conditions that you see in spring other than that joint? I mean, 40, like, or a mm. liver three or large intestine four to kind of move things, but also, like, you want things that'll drain and remove the phlegm or the damp or that type of congestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stomach 40 is a really good one. I, I really like that one. Or, like, a gallbladder 41 or something, something sort of low. Um, you know, you sort of got to think of the body as like a seesaw. You, you really want to balance out up and down, um, left and right type of conditions, um, you know. Yeah. And we will talk about this in one of our later introductory episodes where we talk about up and down, left, right, in and out type of pivot. Um, <laughs> and um, you want to use acupuncture to sort of balance all of them. I have a, um, I have a weird analogy in my head um, in terms of like this for some reason. I just imagine like the condition, you know, the... Um, all the sinuses and stuff as like, oh, probably a little bit of most conditions, even muscle pain, like as like a taffy. And if you, if, if you, if you kind of punch the taffy, it's not going to like, it's, it'll elongate a little bit, but it's not going to elongate that much. But if you kind of pull it away, it'll start to elongate even more and help out with that process. It was such a weird analogy, but like, like, so, so the punching is like the, the local points of that, of that, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to help, but it's not going to do much. But then when you start to elongate it and get a little bit of distance bet- between it and actually pull it out, then that's where you get more of the, you know, get, get a, little, a little bit more action going accompanied with the punching, you know? Is that weird? <laughs> so that, is so, that is so Let's weird. Let's sign it? off. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. It, it makes is there sense. anything else? It makes- Wait, before yeah, we go... I- I was just going to say um, good old Yellow Emperor also said that uh, in My superficial man. or mild conditions um, you should allow the chi to circulate through all the meridians of the body one time before removing the needles uh, no idea what that means and if yeah, the so conditions are more severe then you let you leave the needles in for longer yeah, so one chi cycle yeah. is is so roughly like twenty two minutes or something. That's yeah, and that's you know that's coming twenty eight minutes. Yeah, twenty eight minutes. Depends who you talk to, I think. Um, you know, so that's that's <laughs> about like 
putting in effort for your patients um, and making sure that they get the right treatment. Um, and that was that was one of the issues I had with, and everybody had with, like treating at a student clinic, was sort of not being able to get that needle retention time. Um, and that's just the nature of a student clinic. And, you know, that's something that I've found that's really good treating in my own clinic is I'm able to give my patients a little bit more time um, on the treatment table. And if I know I'm sort of a bit pressed for time, I can sort of jump into treatment a bit quicker um, and make sure they're getting that time. Yeah. Real quick. You also... Sorry. Oh, I didn't know you were done. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Didn't know you weren't done. Um, Sorry. I, I was just going to mention that the the boy, the yellow boy also recommends to needle shoe points as well in that sort of springtime. He recommends it. Oh, damn. And that's it. That's it for me. Oh, cool. What and are you I guys looking for? I think the shoestring points are naturally ones that we would tend to think yeah. about anyways, anyways because of that association with the wind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's good advice. Yeah, I've been the cutting off everyone all podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, guys. I just realised how many times we've cut off everyone. What's your... <laughs> no, but... He's <laughs> <laughs> just cutting us off. Like no. the wind. <laughs> Because nah. if, if we're about to sign off, I want to sign off with like, you know, some, some good vibes. What are we looking forward to uh, in springtime? You know, vibe. What are we looking forward to? What are we looking forward to? Being able to go outdoors more and yeah. the sun coming out. Hmm. Yeah. Going for walks. What are, we look, what are we looking forward to, Nick? Yeah, going for walks and sort of um, <laughs> really looking forward to... I thought you were just going to gonna hit him with the yes. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to getting back into the clinic. Um, so you know, treating in in a warm sort of clinic room, you know, with the sun. Uh, I I think it's nice. Hmm. Actually, longer daylight hours. Oh, true. That's a thing as well. More time to on. do things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's a thing. Yeah. Tim, how about you? <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to. <laughs> All right, and you, be. what are you looking for? <laughs> no, to me, to me, what's, 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 what's the go? <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to ice cream more. It's ice cream season. That's cute. That's really cute. I always eat ice cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. There's no Doesn't particular stop season me. for me. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Talking about preparing for season, uh, spring. <laughs> Yo, I'm keen to go camping. Oh, I'm so key. I can't wait to go camping when the restrictions allow, obviously. But nice bike camping specifically, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Timmy, we still gotta go for that bike ride. Just saying. That's true. True. Mm. I should start saving up for a bike then. Yeah. That's something that I can look forward to, I guess. Then that's nice. Yay. Yeah. If you save up for a bike, let me know. I'll hook you. Up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll hook any of you fans out. That's, that's the Seriously, I'm so, yeah, I am so keen into bikes. <laughs> Sign up for our Patreon. If, if <laughs> 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 our money goes towards a, a Tom's new bike. 
that's a tier three. That's a tier three, by the way. If you get B to give you advice, so uh, you got to hit that tier. Before no, you tier tier three is Timmy gets a bike. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. No one else gets anything. That's it. And you also As get some always. sexy pics of Tom in the, on his bike. <laughs> that's tier <laughs> four. That's in, in, that stri- in that stripe. No, no, no. In that stripe shirt. No, in that in that button-up stripe shirt. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.